0: Welcome to the Crazy Ike Fan Podcast. I'm your host, Teddy. This is episode one. No matter where f- across the world you're listening to, thank you for making me part of... your listening from, excuse me. Thank you for making me part of your day. I appreciate all the support out there. Uh, like my page on Facebook at Crazy Ike Fan. Follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Crazy Ike Fan. Um... So let's get started. The reason why I decided to do this podcast is because I like all the English content that I've been hearing out there lately. Um, Shout out to all you guys that do a great podcast Uh, in English. um, Ike is definitely a very big passion of mine. I've wanted to do a podcast for a while now, and someone said, if you wanna do a podcast, do something that you're very passionate about. Ike is something that I'm passionate about. It's something that keeps me connected back home to the old country. You know, the last few years here in the U.S., I live in Central North Carolina. You know, um, football has really grown here in this country. And I can choose to watch any other team, any other league that I want to follow, any big league. I want to follow throughout the world, but I choose to keep my passion in Greece. To my people, both of my parents were full-blooded Greek. Milo <laughs> Um, so I'm a full Greek speaker but I choose to follow this league um, simply because I grew up and I grew up loving Ike and uh you know and I just wanted to become part of this community simply because you know, the thing is, is that as I've gotten older, a lot of people, even the people that really got me into Greek football when I was a kid, they have seemed to have like kind of abandoned it. Now, the state of Greek football is something I can carry on and on about for a very long time. So periodically, I'm sure that I'll talk about the state of Greek football. As we all know, it's it's not the greatest. But it's nice to hear that there's other people out there, like-minded people, Um that still love and have a great passion for Greek football, no matter how screwed up it is. I feel like even Greeks in Greece, a lot of them have left, and it's a sad thing, uh, have left their passion for their you know childhood clubs or whatever. Anywho, that's a topic for a different story. And that's basically some of the reasons why I decided to do this. I thought it'd be fun to find other Ike fans from all over the world. Uh, talk to Greek football fans in general, um, conversate, learn more about you guys. So originally I wanted to do a video videocast um, on YouTube, but due to time constraints, you know, family, oblig- other obligations, it's just very hard to find the time to do that. Um, video editing takes, <clears throat> takes a while, and I wanted to really put a good product out there, something that people were going to sit there and watch. And please, I apologize ahead of time. You know, this is a work in progress for me. So please be patient. I'll try to do the best that I can. Uh, It's just me right now doing this show. So I'll try to work uh, hard on it, as hard as I can on it and put out good content. Um, Yeah, so welcome. I had this whole script wrote out, you know, I've been wanting to record this for a little while now, and like I said, I had attempted to do YouTube videos, so I recorded a few videos. I didn't like the way they came out. I just thought it would be very time-consuming. Podcasts are going to be a little bit easier to put content out there. Uh, I'm going to focus on doing, right now, probably one podcast a week if I can, especially when the season starts, maybe do one. Maybe try to do pre-game and post-game podcasts. Obviously, in the weekly cast, I'll cover whatever happened with the team over the weekend. I'll, co- I'll cover the games and whatnot. Um, so that's the plan for right now. But I figured podcasts would be a, lot, a little bit easier due to some work stuff, some family stuff going out of town this fall. It's going to be very difficult. It was very difficult for me to set up a videocast. But anyways, you know, here I am. Um, so let's get started in talking about our favorite football club, Ike. Well, we can't start off by saying how frustrated we were with last year. Everything came together in that Addies game, not came together, but came crashing down, I should say, in that Addis game last year. It was very disappointing, very disappointing four years. Uh, You know, I'm gonna try to be very upbeat here in a second when I start talking about the new season, but I'll try not to dwell on the past too much, but it's kind of hard not to. Every year, you know, last year this time I thought, We couldn't have a worse year than we did last year. But ended up, you know... We hit rock bottom, I feel like, last year. I was even more disappointed than I was in this club when we fell into the third division, you know. um, It was a very difficult loss to was That's initially how I was going to start this podcast was going to be after that game because I really wanted to put that raw emotion out there. And I never did. And just... Stuff that was going on in life then was <clears throat> a little bit different than what it is now. But now, you know, we're starting a new season, guys. And um, like I was saying a little bit ago, I had this whole script written out of what I was going to talk about in episode one. And then this morning, something came over me. I just started thinking, started brainstorming how to do a little bit more fun stuff. So I decided I'm going to put this segment in probably at the beginning of it, if not every show. Probably when something in Greek football, like... This is probably it's probably gonna be in every episode where I'm gonna go on a little rant because you cannot get you can not get frustrated with Apple or Greek football in general. And I'm gonna call this segment my ranting. Um sorry if I sound too crazy, but it is called the Crazy Ike Fan podcast. So here goes nothing. My rant for today. The one thing I want to talk about, all right? I want to say a big thank you and a big farewell to our friend Mark Clutterberg, the head referee of the Super League the past, I think, couple of seasons. Big round of applause. Great job. You left Greek football, in my opinion, a little worse than what it was when you got here. You didn't do the job that FIFA told you to do. So I just wanted to say a farewell you're a clown. You being able to both follow you in Greece and your perspective and your breakdown of some of the calls in Greece and your, your calls on the refereeing in Greece and then seeing how you react here on TV in the States. For those of you that don't know, in the U.S., Mark Clutterberg does the referee analysis for... He's like the commentary referee for ESPN here during big matches. I know during USA matches, and I've clearly seen him contradict calls that were made in the Greek Super League and ones that were made when the U.S. national team was was playing. Now, granted, I don't follow a lot of American football here. Uh, American soccer, I should say. Not to get confused with the other sport in America. Um... I don't follow the U.S. team that much. I do watch a little bit of the, the U.S. when they play Mexico because I think that rivalry is kind of fun. But Mr. Mark Clutterberg, I want you to enjoy your time. Thanks a lot for your service. You did a big fat zero for us. I want you to enjoy your time wherever you're going. If you're going to you know, live out in some villa in Nottingham you know, with your bags full of money that you made from the Super League, Thanks so much. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Big, big ups to Epo for Ar- I mean, Arhiviatidis, Mr. Mark Clutterberg. And big ups to Epo, the greatest freaking federation on the planet. The greatest federation on the planet, that's all I can say. For, you know what they did now? His replacement is his assistant. So great job, Epo. That was my rant. That was my little rant for today. Sometimes it'll go longer. Sometimes it'll... It'll go less. I have to vent my frustration and my and celebrate my joys with you guys. That's what I'm here for. So let's go as they say in Greek. The team guys, this team looks uh it looks different. I mean it's only preseason, unfortunately. As hard as it is the past couple of weeks, watching all our competitors play in Europe. I'm ready for this season to start, I'm super psyched, super excited that we're less than 20 days away from the start of the Super League season, again, knowing Apple. it's supposed to start the weekend of the 20th and 21st of August, but who knows, maybe it'll start beginning of September or something, because that's just the way Apple works, Um I really like Almeida. He's shown good things. I love the fact that his number one priority is making this team a team again. That he is trying to make a tight-knit group, make the team feel like a family. It's something that I feel like the past few seasons has missed from this team. I feel like the leadership from this team has, is, is, you know, I think... Um, not to blame at all on management. I think management has made moves that they thought that were good. And honestly, in, in hindsight, in the moment, I thought they were good moves. But nothing's panned out. And But I really see something different in Almeida. I really think something's going to work out with this manager. I like his high press style, high energy, um, light mood in the locker room from what I've heard. You know, he'll play music in the locker room always walking around, smiling, always thanking everyone. And I think the best managers, I mean, most managers played, but I feel like the best managers, especially the ones that played at the highest levels, they wind up making the best managers because they've been around locker rooms so much. They've been around all kinds of different locker rooms. Um, There was a lot of criticism that he came out of MLS. MLS, guys, is just a league. I don't follow it very well. But it's a league that has decent quality. Uh, I'm not a big follower of MLS. So but it has decent quality. It's a different animal than other leagues around the world. You know, there were some criticisms about that. Of course, there's gonna be any type of criticism for any manager that takes over, especially when the team is let's let's face it, let's just say it how it is, as as the bed the past few seasons has been terrible. But I like what he has done. I like the harmony that he's created between players. The one thing that I took from that made me the happiest more than anything so far this offseason is seeing the picture that they came out with right before they left the major part of the preseason training in the Netherlands was that picture that uh, was posted by the official official, uh, Facebook page, official social media of the club and what have you of them, the whole team taking a picture in that... uh, what Where they were at was like a prison. I'm sure most of you guys have seen it. It was like an ex-prison that they created in a, like a hotel. And it was very, very cool to see everyone. Everyone together. Everyone smiling. Um, I really like that he's brought that sense of family back to the team. And what I personally want to see from here on out as we're getting ready to start the the Super League season is... I want to see this team come together as a family. I want to see first them to work on results. I think that we all want and we all grew up watching as Ike fans is an afterthought right now. I want them to get results. I think that the way the league is setting up, watching our opponents both in preseason and most of our main opponents, obviously starting off in Europe. Um, the league is there for the taking. Whether we're going to take it or not, we're Ike. So every year we want to go for the championship. That's that's the goal of the Protafima. Now, we don't win it every year, obviously, but it, it, at least cut into that league. There's no reason behind this Olympiacos team. We should be behind by losing the league by like 20 points, especially to this Olympiacos team. I'll give Olympiacos their due when the time is due, or I'll give whatever team... When their time is due, I'll be honest. I won't always be a fanboy. I will be honest and say that that team was just much better than us. But this would be alos team, and I think that's what was much, so much frustrate, so frustrating to me last year, was watching us as the bed so bad was that. This was an only backcross team that last year. If us or one of our competitors, not that I really care what our competitors do. But if one of us had stepped up to the plate, we really could have challenged Ojebackos because they were there for the taking. I believe they're there for the taking again this year. Now, again, my prediction is that the league is going to be a lot closer this year, that it's not going to be. Ojebackos is not going to win the championship by like 20 points. I don't even know if they're going to win the championship. But I think it's going to all make for a very interesting season in the Super League. I believe, you know, I mean... Well, Iberos has the talent. They could turn it around. Definitely can turn it around in a month. It could be a different story in a month. I mean, both Iberos and I could be flying by, flying high, and they could leave all the other teams in the dust. Adi and Panathianikos could shock a lot of people, and they could be flying high. Um, I think, you know, we need to bring Adi's back down to earth a little bit. Yeah, great performance in Europe. I want to give my thoughts on Europe for a second while I mention that, that... It's disappointing how Greek teams have done in Europe. I've never been one of those fans that really cheers for Greek teams to do well in Europe. I mean I have and I haven't. I'm not like I'm not like, oh great, Ojbekos lost 4-0 to Maccabi Haifa, you know. I we need the coefficiency points, man. We need those points so bad to the point to where it's like, if I'm changing my mind on it and I know there's two different camps of thought on this listening to Greek radio all these years that there's the fans that say I don't care what my competitors do I focus on Ike or I focus on Nibakos, I focus on Nigos, I focus on my club but I think that needs to change we need to get as many points as we can but watching our competitors as bad as they were in Europe I definitely think that the league is there for the taking and um, I really think it's going to make for a very interesting Super League Moving on from that, um, in the few preseason, I did have preseason breakdowns, and I'm sorry guys, I was going to start this podcast right as the preseason friendlies were starting, and I wanted to break down every preseason friendly, I took some notes, and I really want to try to keep these podcasts for now a little short, Um, that way they're easy to listen to, I'm one guy over here right now, so... I'm sure people don't want to listen to me rambling on and on and on for an hour because I can't stretch it out to an hour if I really wanted to. I mean, I could talk about Ike for five, six hours if someone would let me. <laughs> so the midfield, obviously, with the new signings. Katsinovits, uh, Pineda, Johnson. I'm not sure if even that's how he pronounces his name. Uh Oh my gosh, it looks so much more improved. Not to take away anything away from the people that left. Uh, I really think these players are going to elevate other players. I think Mandalos is going to be much more elevated. He's going to be much more orexatos, as they say, have much more of an appetite to play football. Again, I'm glad that they, for right now, they sh- stripped away his captaincy. I don't know if it got stripped away per se. That's kind of harsh, but it got taken away... Taking that pressure off, I feel like, is going to help him. Either that or, you know, it, it's still... We have until the 15th of September, until the trade deadline is coming. So, a lot, a lot could change. Who knows if Mandelaus is even going to be in the squad. I mean, at the end of last year, I thought definitely, like, he needed to go because for his for his career and just for a total revamp, um, everyone looks fresh. Everyone looks excited to play for this new manager. Um... The midfield looked great. On attack, we looked decent. There's talks that, you know, we're still going to add some pieces up front. Now at the back, when I first... I don't know if I said this already, but I was going to... I did record some videos that I didn't post when I talked about those. When I talked about this in those videos, I was very frustrated at the time because we hadn't signed any center back, and the one thing that I wanted to do was fix their defense because one of the main keys to winning the Greek super league is you have to have a stingy defense. You have to be good at the back. I mean, I guess, granted, you could say that about any football league, but I think in order to win the super league, you have to, like that's where it has to start. Like you don't have to worry about automatically where your goals are going to come from. And of course our defense was leaking goals last year, like bleeding goals. Um, So I was very frustrated so to, to talk some more about the back, uh, you know, and I have to admit this. I wasn't that excited about when we first signed um, the Croatian world-class defender, Vida, who is a great addition. I was not that excited because I was not a huge fan of his. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm not going to sit here. And I know I've posted a lot about him because that's been like the main I can use the past a couple weeks, but I, as in watching him as an opponent, I would say watching him in the, the qualifiers. If anyone remembers, we played Croatia. Like Croatia made the World Cup. Because of the playoff, they won against Greece. So, watching him in that, watching him in the World Cup, he was not my type of player, but also. You could tell he was a good defender. Um, I've slowly switched gears from that and just have thought like, he's gonna be great. He's gonna be good for Ike. I'm glad to see that he came in as a professional. He came in orexatos, like I wanna play. He didn't come in, I feel like, with the attitude that, you know, this is a retirement for me. I'm just here to get my money. I feel like he came in very light. He was, you know, I saw the video where he was, the other day where he was hugging Zavelas entering into the first first training, all smiles, like, look genuinely happy to be here. Um, You know, so that was very good to see. uh, I wish they would have been able to approach him earlier, but reports are that, you know, at the beginning of July, he wouldn't even talk to Ike. So things can change very quickly during the transfer market. Um, I think he's going to be a great addition for the club. I think he's going to be... I feel like he's going to be an addition that is going to make a difference. Obviously, anything could boost up our defense. And having a world-class player like that, like Vida, definitely helps. It's definitely going to help as far as bringing up the level of the other players in the the defense. And also helping these younger, cultivate some of these younger players. I mean, having Mito stand next to and train with Vida and learn from Vida, I feel like it's it's going to sharpen his game too. He went under a lot of heat last year. I feel like not as much as Zavellas and Oranez, because people recognize the talent. Mitroglou is a very, for me, is a very talented defender, and you know he's not just def- a defender. He's shown that he can do stuff with his with his legs as well. Sometimes he tries to do a little too much. Um, he obviously has an eye for the ball. I mean, he scored our first, basically our first two preseason goals, and he scored some goals last year. He scored some goals that were offside sometimes, but. You know, he's he's there. He's that, That's a good thing to have your center back to be there. And Vida is the same way. I think he scored five goals for a Basiktas last year in the Turkish league. So uh, moving on from that, I hope that we can get another center back soon. I was hoping on Planets, but who knows what's going to happen as of today, August 3rd, that I'm recording this. It seems like Maccabi's keen on keeping him, trying to get him to sign a new contract. There's rumors that say that, you know, he's going to be a free agent, basically, at the end of January, so we can, at, at the January transfer window, excuse me, and that we can sign him then. I mean, who knows what's going to happen with that. Um, yeah. In other news, to move on from the defense, I'm very happy that Amrabat was able to come back. He looks like he has a lot of audacity. He's ready to play Levi Garcia I feel like everyone is up their game I'm so excited to see this team uh, get ready for regular fixtures get ready for the start of the super league um, I really feel like we can go three for three like I said before I'm not interested in seeing us play some crazy Balada, seeing us you know I don't want to I don't want to be mind- blown at the first game in La Mia by how good this team is playing right now. I feel like the most important thing is that we get results. We just play to get results, to get wins. I really think we can go three for three. And then I think the fourth game is the Derby against Panathinaikos, which is going to be highly exciting. Um, and then whatever happens, happens, you know, that derbies are derbies. It doesn't matter how good or how bad the last team has been, you know, anything could happen in the Derby. Um, uh, I really feel like, I I feel good. I feel good, I have to say. Um, of course, obviously, at the beginning of any season, you, know, you can talk to me a month from now, I could be on here and just be cursing up a storm because I can simply just say, like, they could suck again, you know, um, which can happen, and which is a fear in the back of my mind that it, it, it might happen. But we shall see, we shall see. Um, definitely like the things that I'm latest doing so far. Uh, team management has really stepped up, and from what I'm hearing, the rumblings, the rumors, the little things that I'm hearing here and there, uh, following all kinds of reporters in Greece, and I I have a, a source in Greece that I'm not gonna name, that says more more big signings are coming that we're not done yet. Um, hopefully that's true. But it's just yeah, it's just looking exciting. I mean, looking at how Olibacos are, they're under a new. They're going to be under a new manager. You know, they have a lot of talent on that ball club, so they could they could get things together very quickly. Baal, I feel like just... Luchescu's time is up, man. Come on. Your time is up. Your rah-rah style with all these old players that you have. Um, you know, I don't know what Baal's trying to do. I, in a football sense, they should get rid of Luchescu now and do a complete revamp like Olympiacos is getting ready to do. Because I feel like they could be completely out of the title race by Christmas. But then, again, that's my opinion. A month from now, things could be completely different. Um, but I don't really see Almeida as being a failure. I really think we need to focus on building a team. Now, if terrible, terrible results start coming, like they have the past few seasons, you know, under Yannikis, um, under Milojevic last year, I was really hopeful on Milojevic. He was a great manager, in my opinion. You know, we everyone saw the followers of Champions League, saw the things that he did with Red Star Belgrade in the Champions League. He was someone that knew Greek football, that played and also managed before in the league. And it was just disappointing the way he left and everything that happened there. Um, I really think we need to give Almeida time. We need to be patient. It's hard to be patient. I know, guys, it's very hard to be patient. Football fans in general, but I think Greek fans are, in, are impatient. And to top it all off, we're also Ike fans. And we're Ike fans that have been suffering now for four years. You know, there's been Sundays where I'm like, what the hell am I doing here watching this club? Like, this is awful. Like, I I can honestly say the past at least two seasons, maybe not fully four seasons, the last two seasons, it's been hard to watch. Like, honestly, I mean, again, this is my opinion. If a team is better than us, I'm willing to come out and say it. Like, the better team won, even when, you know, when we've lost bad games, when we've lost to goes 2-zip or 3-zip or to Plus by the same scoreline. And I can say, okay, Lubecos were a better team. But even in those games, we've played better. Like, we've all seen football where you can play better than another team and the other team just be luckier, you know? Or just have that quality up front where they go three for three on their shots on target, you know? We've all experienced that as football fans. But the way this team plays, it's like, I want to pull my hair out. I want to scream. I want to, like, I wanted to, like, break my TV I've yelled I've not gone to family functions or functions I've threatened my wife before that I'm not going to go over to a friend's house for dinner because I know there's going to be a way back west fan there that's just going to sit there and, and talk junk to me the whole night about how bad our performance was against them or something like that um so overall I feel like it's, it's I want to be glass half full right now. I've seen some good things. I cannot wait till the season starts. Guys, I'm going to try to put out another podcast um <clears throat> here on Friday. I'm really going to try to go in-depth on this because uh, I'm going to have some time to be able to sit down and actually watch this preseason matchup. I think it's against Ammonia and Cyprus on Friday. Um, so I'm going to try to put out another podcast Friday. I'm going to, if I talked about this earlier, I apologize, but I'm going to try to put out, one podcast a week. If I can't do an immediate uh, podcast, like post reaction episode after a game that night or the next day, then I will put out a weekly podcast doing that uh, and also previewing our following game. And I look forward to talking to all you guys, um, getting to know you guys. Please again, like my Facebook page, Crazy Ike Fan. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Crazy IkeFan. And as always, forza Ikada. E I appreciate any support. Um, subscribe and rate this channel if you can, please, just so I can get more exposure. Also talking about talking about the podcast. Um, I wasn't aware that I wouldn't be able to put it out on Apple Podcasts, so right now it's just available on Spotify. It should be. Up on Apple Podcasts, I'm hoping to do maybe one, two more episodes before the start of the the Super League season. They might all end up being all together. Um, Or, you know, I might do like an emergency podcast if there's some big news about the team. I'll try to cover more sports in the future or maybe do sports-specific podcasts, a little bit of basketball. But as, guys, again, Forza Aikada and thank you for making me part of your day. This This has been... the the crazy ike fan podcast talk to you guys soon